The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Everyone Here Is Lying is a story about the disappearance of a nine-year-old in a small town. Now, the people of this town, Stanhope, are regular, hard-working people who enjoy the comforts of their safe, family-friendly town. But when the nine-year-old Avery Wooler disappears, the search uncovers lots of secrets that the townsfolk would rather not have revealed. The author of Everyone Here Is Lying is Sherry Lapina, and uh, Sherry's on the line. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Now, it's a, it's a fantastic book. It is a classic page turner, and I'd love to know your secret. How do you make us keep turning those pages? <laughs> That's a trade secret. I can't tell you. <laughs> no, I mean, there are various tricks of the trade, but um, I have to tell a really good story, and I have to keep um, posing questions that the reader has to have answered so that they keep reading. Now, we are talking about regular people in a regular town. On the surface, uh, their lives are uh, happy, contented lives with the odd up and down, as uh, uh, as yeah. most people have. However, even in the early pages, we know there's a secret liaison. Yes, right, right off the bat, we know that the father of the missing child has been having a, an affair with another woman, and they have just ended their relationship, or she has ended it. And he goes home unexpectedly to pull himself together. And his nine-year-old girl is there home also unexpectedly because she's been sent home from school um, for misbehaving. Um, So um, they get into a bit of an argument and he hits her really hard. And then um, a few hours later, she's reported missing. And of course, um, a lot of suspicion falls on the family because it's somewhat dysfunctional. Um, was there any particular thing that inspired this story? Not really. I mean, I, I thought, I knew I wanted to have a story about a little girl who was missing, but I didn't want to have it uh, that she was a perfect child that went missing. So I, I made her a very difficult, challenging child so that there were problems in the family and the problems in the in the marriage of the parents um, to make it more interesting and more conflicted. But it's not just the parents under suspicion here. There are lots of people in the community who know something or think they know something or are hiding something. So there's a lot of suspects in this one. Now, uh, your uh, career uh, just suddenly became, uh, I suppose, a runaway career with the runaway success of your first thriller, The Couple Next Door. Uh, I've been reading that it sold four million copies, uh, but I suspect even even more than that now uh, in the intervening years. Yes. I mean, that's over the last few years. It's still selling well, believe it or not. Um, So that's overall up to a few months ago. Yeah. It was uh, W.H. Smith's book of the year in 2016, the number one adult fiction title in the UK in 2017. Um, Did you know that you had gold between the pages of The Couple Next Door? No, no. I, I wrote The Couple Next Door as almost as an experiment because I had been writing comedies up to then. But my first love is always mysteries and thrillers. And uh, I honestly didn't think I could write a thriller because I, I don't plan out and plot my novels. And I thought plot had to be sorted out beforehand for a thriller. So I just did it as an experiment in secret. And I, I found when it was finished, I thought it was, it was pretty good. I, <laughs> I had no idea how well it would do. Um, so I sent it out and, and no one was more surprised than I was at the success of that book. Now, is that book going to be on the big or small screen? 
Oh, I sure hope so. It's been optioned a couple of times, and it's under a new option now with the British producer. So I do hope we see it on the on the TV screen. Yeah. I, I reckon people don't necessarily understand the idea of an option. That's where some guy figures he can put your book into a movie or TV and pays you a sum of money for the privilege of having those rights for a, a certain period of time. That's right. That's right. Um, and, you know, a lot of things have to align properly for, for a film or a TV series to actually be put into production. So I'm hopeful it will happen this time. Yeah. And, and it kind of is during the option period, it's hands off uh, to other w- wannabe producers. But then right. if the first guy doesn't take it up, then uh, it's open season again. So let's hope we'll see the couple next door on, on a screen soon. How did you discover uh, your love of writing? I, I was reading that you were an English teacher at one point. Yes, I, I well, I had always I started off as a bookworm as a child and I've always been a bookworm. And when I was, uh, you know, nine years old, I wanted to be a writer and I wanted to write Nancy Drew mysteries. <laughs> um, but, you know, you get older and you think you have to think about, oh, I've got to make a living. So I went to law school and um, I didn't like being a lawyer. And so I became an English teacher, but I'd always wanted to be a writer. And it wasn't until I stayed home with my first baby that I started writing during his naps. And that's when I got serious about it. And uh, obviously to get published is another hurdle that you have to get over. Um, In writing your books, uh, you say that you don't necessarily have a master plan. In other words, you have the uh, idea, something happens, it is a crime, it's got to be resolved. um, But you don't necessarily know at the beginning where it might go. I never know at the beginning where it might go. I, I don't even know who my characters are except for the opening characters. So for all my books, I start with the two, you know, a couple of main characters in a, in a situation of conflict, which in this case was the father and the difficult daughter. And I knew that it had to grow from there. So, you know, I just, I just start with that situation and then see how it develops. So I knew I wanted the father to be home unexpectedly and smack the daughter, but I didn't realize until I'd written that scene that it was because he'd been having an affair and then so then you had to back. Was, you had to go back in time, and you know show his affair in the first chapter. But you had the the actual core of the plot, the actual incident that provokes the whole thing, before fleshing out his his secret. Yes, yes. I knew he'd have to have a reason to be unhappy, but it was it's all within the same few pages, just the first pages of the book. So it it came together quite quickly. And then as I went on. I discovered other characters and 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 their relationships and characters act and make poor decisions and that pushes the plot forward and then they're affected by the plot and then they they make more poor decisions and it just kind of happens organically for me. And then of course you have uh, the, the gumshoes, the um, police who come in and their yes. characters uh, flesh out as well. Yes, that's right. Um, and they're they're always essential because someone has to. Uh, be investigating and, and creating all that havoc amongst the the community. Um, but I like to focus mostly on the non-police characters in the story. Um, but yes, the detectives do have an important role mm. to play in, in basically terrifying everybody on the street. <laughs> yeah, the, the idea of taking, you know, normal people. I mean, this is not, uh, say, you know, wartime Britain or, uh, you know, in occupied Paris during the Nazis. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is the kind of existence that many people have. And yes. yet behind uh, what we used to call behind the lace curtains, 
all sorts of stuff is going on. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's what interests me. I'm interested in um, human beings and, and their relationships and their psychology and why they do what they do. Um, and I also, you know, I'm not big into research, so I don't do historicals and so on. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what interests me is is people in crisis. And we always presume that people in North America uh, are, you know, almost the same. I know Canadians will uh, <laughs> sniff at that and say, absolutely not. We're very different to the Americans to the south of us. But it, it does mean if you're living and working in, in Canada, that there are nuances if you're writing uh, about something that happens in the United States. There are nuances you have to be careful of. Um, not so much the nuances uh, for me as the practical, um, matters of, you know, how police stations work and what they're called. And that's different from Canada. Um, but the nuances, the people, I, I want to say they're not that different, but I do feel that Canadians are quite different from Americans. So, um, I, yeah, I don't get into politics when I write my books. Um, I like to think of these people could be almost anywhere. You know, these are, yeah. um, People who are, you know, they have the same humanity as, as people in other countries. Um, but yeah, I, I feel Canadians and Americans are quite different in some ways. So it could be small town America, small town Canada, small town UK, England. small town yeah. Ireland. It could be yeah. that's the kind of middle class, uh, comfortable but often struggling existences that people have. Uh, that's yeah. that's where you find your your terrain. Uh, I'm right. also reading that you don't like the editing process. You love the writing, get the story <laughs> down, but editing, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh dear, I guess my poor editor um, makes it sound like I hate it. But I do, I I guess what I want to say is I do enjoy writing the first draft much more than the the hard work of the edits afterwards. I don't, I don't hate editing. It depends on the day, to be honest. Um, but I just, I enjoy that first draft of exploring what's going on. And then I find the hard work is the editing process. Yeah. Uh, well, the book is uh, due out on the 25th, uh, which is just four days away, but uh, I've already... Oh, no, no, it's... Yeah? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's out in England and Ireland right now. I think it's number one in Ireland right now. Oh, very good. Um, yeah, but it's out on the 25th in North America. In North America. Well, it's called yeah. Everyone Here is Lying, and so they are. And its author, uh, Shari Lapina, thank you very much for uh, joining us on the programme. i just leave you with one text. I've just finished reading Shari's book. It really is a page-turner. I've read all her books. She is my favourite author. That's from Gerardine. So a compliment uh, to Shari. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.